Welcome, helping you succeed at life's key three endeavors. Learn yourself, love God, and live connected. Here's your host, Stephanie Smith. Happy Thanksgiving. When this episode initially launches, it will be Thanksgiving Day here in the United States. And I hope that it is filled with warmth and refreshment and your favorite foods. One of the practices you may add to your Thanksgiving is looking up, printing off, and reading the proclamation of George Washington regarding Thanksgiving. It is quite profound and insightful. Today, I'm going to share a few ideas with you about how Thanksgiving can be something that doesn't just occur on a single day on the fourth Thursday of the month of November, but throughout the year. By default, we are a species who is more attracted to the negative than the positive. And even if you are an optimist, my guess is that you have more negative thoughts that show up uninvited than positive. Now, certainly this can change over time, but it takes intentionality. Because by default, we don't just assume the best about ourselves, about life, or about others. And an attitude of gratitude really does make a difference. It really does impact our mind. So what are some ways that you can be intentional about cultivating in yourself and in your family an attitude and a mindset and a lifestyle of thanksgiving and not just have it be a focus for one single day? Number one, have a thanksgiving jar, journal, poster board, dry erase board, or maybe you even paint a giant chalkboard or chalkboard wall in your house. And every day, write something that you are grateful for on that board. Maybe it's just that you had the strength to get out of bed and to take care of your responsibilities that day. Trust me, there are plenty of people around the world who are looking forward to the day that that can be true for them. Model this for your children, and depending on their ages, you may even require that they participate in this as well. Keep a Thanksgiving jar or journal, and every Thanksgiving, open that up and read aloud your entries for that year. That can become part of your Thanksgiving tradition, an opportunity to look back and to have thanks, not just in some generic way, but for the specific ways in which God has showed himself faithful and present in your life and in the life of others. The Thanksgiving doesn't just have to be about you and about your needs and about your family. The giving of thanks can be for the evidence of what God has done in other families, in your community, in your church, for your friends and for your family members. This is a powerful way to help your children to develop a mindset that isn't just self-focused. It's being able to see and acknowledge and affirm and participate in the presence and the work of God in the lives of other people. Another idea is to have cloth placemats for Thanksgiving that are designated just for Thanksgiving. Now, if you have these, you want to have ones that are plain because everybody's going to write one thing for that year in permanent marker on their specific placemat. I started this when my kids were young, and I'm sad to say we kind of got off course, and so I don't have years of this, 
But I will tell you that even the few years that we do have, it is fun to go back and to see what a five-year-old would choose to write on their placemat of what they were thankful for this year. This is just honestly what they're thankful for. It's not a pressure to try to say the, quote, right thing, like, I'm so thankful for Jesus. Maybe it's ice cream. Maybe it's a toy that they got. Maybe it's their favorite food. Maybe it's a friend. Maybe it's an event that they were able to attend. Whatever it is, it's a collection of their story. And being able to pull that out year after year and to see the reminder of God's faithfulness and just how they've grown and developed as an individual can be a great source of fun. At each place setting, gift everyone with a small blank journal that they can keep that year of the gratitude and the thanks that they have. This might be answer prayers. It might be something that they write in every morning of just one specific thing that they are thankful and grateful for. Have people bring their journals back the next year and and read selections from those. Now, sometimes I know that we can have these good ideas, but implementation can become a problem. Here's a technique that I have found very helpful, not just with my own personal gratitude journal, but with other practices that I want to adopt and implement in my life in an ongoing way as well. It's called habit stacking. It's where you take something that you're already consistently doing in your life and you merge a new habit that you want to cultivate with it. Here's an example. I had a gratitude journal, a new one that I got some years back, but I found that I was very sporadic in writing in it. However, what I was consistent with on a daily basis, five days out of the week, was walking 30 or more minutes per day. So I took my journal with a pen and I put it in the bag where I keep my walking shoes. And I made the commitment that every time I either got out or I put back my walking shoes that I would pull out my journal and I had to write at least one thing. I didn't have to write 10. It wasn't a whole narrative paragraph. It might have just been one line, but I just had to do one thing. And that was how I took my idea of a gratitude journal and I made it actually tangible. I habit stacked it. I merged it with something else that I was already consistently doing. And I didn't just have the concept of that. I put it together in a physical way so that my journal and my pen were right there with my shoes and I wouldn't have as any more difficulty to make that idea actually work because I prepared everything and put it together. If you want to be more intentional about creating an attitude of gratitude and making that a real practice in your life or in your family's life, you've got to prepare physically to make that happen. If you're going to have a dry erase board, make sure you've got dry erase markers right there. Put it in a place where people are going to see it, not in some obscure location where family members are seldom going to to walk by. You also don't want a journal that's going to get buried under piles of backpacks and homework and mail and all kinds of other things. You can implement a practice that before every meal or before 
every dinner, or maybe it's just once a week. If, if you have the kind of schedule with, because of activities or work schedules, everyone isn't together for a meal every single day of the week. Hopefully you're going to work on that and you're going to have at least one day out of the week when everyone is available for a sit down at the table meal, not sitting in the car together, not sitting in front of the television set, not everybody scattered about on their screens, but sitting together face to face, no screens, no distractions. And during that time, you specifically focus on talking about and even writing down what are the things that we are grateful for. You can start by making this very personal. Every person can share what they are personally grateful for for themselves at that moment, but also to go around the the table and everyone can say what they're grateful for about every other person at that table. Now, don't get me wrong. If you're a parent of more than one kid, you may be thinking, that's nuts. Trust me, I'm not naive about this. It's not a matter that kids are always going to look across the table at their sibling with warm smiles and just being flooded with, oh, I don't know which thing to say I'm so grateful for because I love this sibling so dearly. But this isn't about emotion. This is about a mindset and a practice of discipline that says, I'm going to take my thoughts and my emotions and I am going to follow what the Bible tells us, which is to bring them captive, which is to bring them into truth and to align them with the truth of God's word. And because every person does bear the image of God and there are things in every person's life to be able to affirm and to give thanks for. It is a practice of saying, I'm going to discipline myself so that I not only see those things in another person, but I give them affirmation by verbally saying those things aloud. Now, this isn't just between kids and kids. It can also be and should be between kids and parents and parents and kids. It is a powerful way to be able to give affirmation into your children's lives, to be able on a regular basis to specifically say to them, I am grateful. I am thankful for this in you. I am grateful you do not give up. I am grateful for your persistence. I am grateful for your heart of service. I appreciate and I affirm in you that you stand up for what is right, even when it is costly. I am grateful you have this awesome sense of humor, that you are so good about making people laugh. I love how artistic you are and that you have an eye for creativity and that you remind us that we are made in the image of a creator God and that there is beauty in this world. And your art and your desire for beauty is a reminder to that. I'm so grateful for how you love to build and design things. That is amazing. You know, God is a phenomenal designer and builder, and you are echoing and displaying that character trait in your desire and and your commitment to build and design. I appreciate your love for music. Music has a way of connecting people really like nothing else in the world. And I love to see how you are using your your music and you are developing your skill so that it can bring encouragement to people 
It can point people to Christ. It can help people to love one another more. And it's an expression of the joy that God has given to us and wants to be present in this world. Moms and dads have a phenomenal opportunity here to model good marriage skills for their children by speaking a positive word of thanksgiving and gratitude to each other in the presence of their child. When dad says to mom, I know you have spent a lot of time this week chauffeuring kids around to their activities, and I just want you to know how much I value and appreciate that. It's not just going to make her feel good and wanted, but it's modeling for those children how a husband should treat his wife, and it's modeling for a daughter what she should look for in a potential husband. And it's also going to make those kids more mindful, oh yeah, you know, mom doesn't have to be doing all of that for us. We need to be more thankful and we need to say thank you for those types of things as well. Another practice you might implement is having a once a week or once a month family focus on expressing appreciation to someone else outside your family. This does not have to be elaborate. Maybe it's just putting together a gift basket. Maybe it's a card with a gift card. And you write a note of thanks and appreciation and everybody signs it. You address it. You put a stamp on it. You stick it in the mail. Maybe it's inviting people over for a meal. Maybe it's offering a free babysitting certificate or shoveling snow from a driveway or raking leaves or preparing a meal that you deliver to them. Even if you did that just once a month, that would be 12 times throughout the year that you would intentionally bless other people outside your family. They may be neighbors. They may be people related to your work. Maybe they're in your church. Maybe it's in a community organization. Maybe it's extended family members. But it cultivates a mindset of appreciation for other people, not just in a theoretical way, but in a tangible way that translates the idea of appreciation into the act of appreciation. Another practice, and this is very good for you as an individual, but it's also going to be something that you incorporate in your family. And that is to say, before there is an expression of frustration with someone, there has to first be an expression of appreciation. So before a kid can start to say, I am so angry with this teacher, you wouldn't believe the grade that they gave me. You wouldn't believe this assignment that they gave. First, they have to say, I appreciate that they really want us to get this material. And then they can launch into their complaint because complaints are absolutely necessary for us to be able to give expression to. It's either going to show that there is a problem that needs to be addressed either with someone else or it's going to show something about us and our expectations and our mindset and our own hearts and attitudes that need to be addressed. But at least when that opens with an expression of appreciation, it is a way of humanizing someone else and acknowledging and affirming their value as a human being. Celebrations of Thanksgiving around football and food and fun is wonderful. And whether it includes family or friends or both, 
I hope that your Thanksgiving is just filled with warmth and nurture and encouragement in every way. I also hope you'll use this as a catalyst to make Thanksgiving an ongoing part of your life and and your family's life in tangible, meaningful ways. And here's the thing. Maybe you're just going to adopt something for this next year, between now and next Thanksgiving. It doesn't mean you're committed to it for the rest of your life. Maybe it's just one year, and then the next year you're going to do something else. But do something. Choose to live intentionally. I believe the three keys to a life well-lived, a life of earthly excellence and sacred significance is wrapped up in this phrase, learn yourself, love God, and live connected. And being intentional about cultivating practices that give thanks involve all three. You're going to learn something about yourself. It is a phenomenal way to love God by loving other people. And it absolutely is going to allow you to live more connected and others to live more connected to you as well. Remember this, my friend, you have an impact that is immeasurable, eternal, and irreplaceable. Thank you for listening. For information on speaking engagements and other resources, visit the website at stephaniepresents.com. Remember, Learn yourself, love God, and live connected.